This is the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network with Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss III. Kurt Rowe is the executive director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association, whose expertise and passion for the sport have helped shape the local golfing landscape in remarkable ways. Kurt Goss III is the head PGA professional at the prestigious Country Club of St. Albans and the 2023 Gateway PGA Merchandiser of the Year, a testament to his dedication and excellence in the industry. Together as hosts and enthusiasts, we're here to bring you the latest news, expert analysis, and insider stories from the vibrant world of St. Louis golf. Settle in and get ready to be inspired by the wealth of knowledge and camaraderie that defines our local golfing community. Welcome to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast, where every swing tells a story. Hey, welcome on in. It's season two, season two of the CSC Golf Factory right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. My name is Andy Hanselman. I host this program with two wonderful gentlemen. One is the director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. His name is Kurt Rowe. Hello, Kurt Rowe. Good evening. And the other is the head PGA professional at the Country Club of St. Albans. His name is Kurt Goss III. Hello, Kurt Goss III. How are you tonight? Super, super. Thanks for doing this again, Andy. Yeah. Glad you all back, guys. Doing it too. It's been, uh, I think the last time we did a program, we were live and in person. It was in, it was just a couple of days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was at our friends with the, uh, at the Gimme Golf Club. Great, uh, reaction to, uh, to that episode. It got a lot of downloads and people were very, very interested. So, uh, it was a good time. Um, so it's been a couple of months since we've recorded. Um, a few things have happened. Um, in that time, we'll start with, you just mentioned it before we got going here, merchandise. How was the PGA merchandise show? We were going to try and go down there with you. Didn't quite work out the way we wanted it to, but I uh, would have loved to. Maybe we, maybe we could try with a little more notice next year, but how was the PGA merchandise show? Your, your, uh, uh, Christmas day, if you will. Yeah. Uh, show was great. Uh, very much reminded me of, uh, you know, before COVID, um, the attendance was great. Uh, many new vendors, many of the big vendors, uh, some vendors that had not been there the past few years. I understand why some vendors don't go. It's not cheap for them to set up, but uh, the turnout was great. Um, got to take a couple of our new team members that had never seen it before. And then uh, the PGA did a, a unique thing and uh, Thursday night, a uh, free concert at the uh, um, at the hall and, and it's more than a hall. It's a, uh, it's a maze around town. Um, but they brought in Jake Owen for about an hour and 15 minutes for us for a free concert. Very and cool. I think, I don't think there was more than 500 of us there. So that was a cool thing. Um, I like country music and I know he's a golfer, so I'm sure the PJ probably slid him a few rounds somewhere fancy to say, Hey, <laughs> play a couple songs, but, um, no, the show was great. We, uh, we got to get some rounds of golf in, uh, Florida has been colder, wetter than normal so all the snowbirds i think are upset a little bit but uh it was great and uh, i got to attend my first uh merchandise of the year 
conference at the Holly Hills that's put on by thank you that's uh put on by PJ magazine and then some other vendors Cobra Puma Golf Genius Revo sunglasses and a few other brands so um that was cool and I got to spend a few days with our good buddy Sean Barnes and uh we road tripped around uh well we started out Orlando went to Tampa went to Holly Hills went down to Bonita Bay in Naples and him and I were back to Orlando so Sean and I got a lot of bonding time over seven days <laughs> You were you were you driving around with Sean that entire time? Yeah, Sean and I were together. Um, we went with Joe and uh, Paul and Adam. So uh, five of us flew down. We uh, we went straight to Tampa. Played with one of our members, who's a member at uh, Old Memorial in Tampa. Yeah. And then uh, Joe and Paul and Adam went straight down to Naples for four days. Sean and I headed to uh, um, Holly Hills, uh, where the. Uh, Merchandise of your conference was. And uh, so, yeah, between me and Sean Barnes uh, on all these road trips, there was not uh, many uh, pauses or uh, quiet moments in the vehicle. So we had a good time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get back to Old Memorial here in just a second. Cause I, I my, my dad played down there last year and told me all about it. So I, I want to hear about it from your perspective. Sure. Uh, but uh, you're, uh, you, you saw some of your usual friends. What was your, your, uh, your favorite soft good? of the trip at uh, the, at the PGA uh, merchandise show. So, um, you know, I, I avoid our big accounts. Um, Peter Millar, G4, same ownership. They were not there this year. I, I understand why. Uh, but uh, bigger accounts, same as FootJoy, they were there, but I did not meet with them. Um, Grayson's a big account. I meet with our smaller accounts. Um, so for example, Smathers and Branson, Needlepoint, product for some reason needle point in the greater st louis area is pretty big and uh they've helped with some new renderings some belt ideas um needle point pillows that was a good one um i'm trying to think i mean wednesday alone i had literally like 12 meetings in a row um but uh prg is uh head covers little you know golf medallions or ball markers PRG has some really unique stuff. I think the biggest thing, and you both have seen it when you go places, you can get pretty darn creative with these vendors and make some cool stuff. So we got some new head covers with PRG, Winston Collection coming in. Um, I have a pretty cool thing being done with YRI with a kind of in, uh, you know, to pay respect to St. Albans. Um, so I got some cool stuff in the works. Uh, I get geeked up and get excited because I want to see the new new products. Um, so yeah, the small companies, ladies apparel, um, I could go on, but it, it was good. I just got some new friends from our friends over our some new friends, some new shorts from our friends over at Johnny O today in the, uh, in the old UPS. Very, very nice. Very, very happy with them. And thanks for turning me on to them. I, uh, uh, hold on Andy real quick with Johnny O. Um, you know, uh, he's a member at a pretty historic golf course in uh, Southern California in L.A. that, ironically, I was at about a week and a half ago. We can talk about that later. <laughs> oh, I'm very interested to hear this. Uh, yeah. uh, I was going to bring it up but because I saw it. But <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> my long days, you can't, uh, you can't feel bad for me. I've done some pretty special things, so we can talk about that later. <laughs> and you did something special recently, too, Andy, we need to talk about. What did I do? gateway national oh yeah yeah thanks for bringing it up yeah i had my very first hole in one it's hard to believe that that's your first i know right all those years in my hands since i was four years old and i is my very first none for you that's awesome Robbie. i don't know i i do not have any so congrats on that awesome Andy. We, that's very awesome cool. we do you have i i have one okay so 
I'm not running away with this. We're, I'm tied for first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a terrible shot. Uh, it was just, it was when I hit it off the bottom of the club, pulled it left, and it just happened to go in the hole. Um, you don't have I, to tell people that. You, you eh. didn't just say you flushed it. I'm yep. pretty modest. I'm pretty <laughs> modest about what it. What was the bar bill at Gateway National that afternoon? Um, you know, I, I got off pretty easy. There, there weren't a lot of players out. I told the cart girl that if anybody heard about it and asked for a drink, that I was buying drinks and to run me a tap. And so it ended up being about 150 bucks. So oh, that's, that's not bad. No, not too bad at all. But I also had lots of people buying me drinks as well. So, <laughs> so but yeah, it was a, uh, a nine iron from 115 kind of in a little bit with the wind it was kind of a crosswind. It was, you know, the wind is always weird out there. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it was a ton of fun. What I found out is that all of your favorite vendors will send you a freebie if, when you get a hole in one. So I have a, a bag tag from Titleist and a bag tag from TaylorMade. And, uh, I got him getting a plaque from Callaway. Very oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, it was, I, I still smile ear to ear when, uh, when people bring it up. So thanks so much for bringing it up. Yeah, so that's I was, great. I was going to ask you too. Um, back to the merchandise show for a second. Did you get out over to the driving range and to the putting area? And uh, if you so, what was the favorite? What were some of your favorite clubs that you hit? Uh, so, uh, going back, I don't know, eight years or so ago, um, Joe and I kind of decided to start skipping demo day on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, big reason why is because we've already seen most of the new hard goods equipment coming out typically in the fall, early winter. So we're seeing things two, three months in advance anyways. Um, and so it just gives us an opportunity to play another day of golf. Um, you know, and again, we don't get too many times to play as a team or, you know, back home during the season, as you guys can imagine. So, um, we were finishing up a round of golf that morning down in uh, Naples with members of ours from St. Albans and then, uh, drove home. But, um, I did just get back from uh, Callaway's headquarters last week and did a full bag fitting myself as a Callaway staffer. I met the uh, the team out there, um, and uh, my GM, Andy Crow, and I went out, and we both did full bag fittings at Callaway's uh, Ely Callaway Performance Center. And so shout out to uh, their team, John Garrett, uh, and more importantly, Dave Kohlberg, our local rep, um, for setting that up, and I got to tour headquarters beforehand. So um, the Callaway equipment's great, but – Andy, the main thing is, um, Kurt would know, Kurt's gone through fittings before with a Cushnet Titleist products. Um, everybody makes a great product, but I highly suggest as a PGA professional, go get fit. Um, we, we push fittings with our members. We don't charge our members for fittings, and some people do, and, and that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, everybody makes great equipment, and I really believe you find the right head and shaft combination you're going to find equipment that's going to perform. Uh, we're still going to make poor swings, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the Callaway lineup, uh, the ping lineup, uh, Titleist kind of carries over from last year, Taylor made Zexio for the slower swing speeder, uh, swing speeds, um, Srixon. So kind of the brands we carry, but, uh, they all make good stuff and, uh, excited for another season. I need to come out and see you and get, I, I don't think I have the right shaft in my paradigm. I'm just, I'm just not getting the distance I need. So I might have to come out and see you and, and see what, uh, what's going on there. I love, I, I love how it feels when I, when I pure it, but sure. uh, I'm still, I'm, I'm thinking I'm missing a few yards. I can't even, I can't come sniff what Roey's doing with his, with his action on his driver. Andy, you know, well, it's it's, all, it's, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, Kurt. You go take it. No, I was just going to say, I mean, it, it is all about the fitting. You know, I don't, I don't think I've, I haven't told my story about, in my recent fittings with Titleist and, and, uh, 
you know, I, about six, five, six years ago, I went through the full fitting and, and, uh, with the Tylos van came in town and got all new stuff. And, you know, I, they, they put me in, I had a steel shafted driver and three wood, which I thought was a little odd, but Hey, I'm not, who, who might argue with the, the guys running the van, you know, for Tylos. And then, but then two years ago I saw, uh, I talked to Han and I'm like, I, I need to, I need to go see your guy here locally. And I did that. And within, so I'm hitting balls on the range at Winghaven with my steel shift and I'm hitting it pretty good. I thought I'm hitting it pretty good. And then the guy, he, uh, he puts a driver together with a, you know, the graphite shaft and, uh, I'm hitting that and I'm hitting that really, really good. And, um, next thing he said, he asked, he goes, so you want to know what you're doing here? And I'm like, sure. And he's, and he's like, well, that steel shaft, he goes, you were carrying that about 260, 255, 260. And this, and with the new driver, you're carrying this about 275, 280. So I added like 25 yards on my driver with just with the, a different shaft combination. And so, yeah, if you haven't done it, I mean, I, I get the question all the time from people about clubs and I tell them the same thing. Just, just go get fit. I'm not going to tell you whether to get ping, Tylus, Callaway, whatever. Just go get fit. Yeah, that's kind of the overall message. I got fit for my Titleist clubs uh, back then. I did. I did order my. I did order my Paradigm last year straight from Callaway's website, but I didn't. I didn't get fit beforehand. I just picked the shaft that I knew that I liked. Uh-huh. I still think it's. I think it's costing me some yards. So I go there and see my buddy Kurt Goss the third and get some and get all fixed up. Yeah, yep. and and what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, you know, so. I find the right shafts and stuff, but, um, you know, I'm testing the new Callaway paradigm smoke driver, um, last week out at headquarters. And, you know, I play the draw bias head guys because again, my ball typically leaks to the right. So kind of helps straighten things out a little bit and I'm hitting it and, uh, it's decent. Again, I'm slowing down. So I don't have the same speed I used to, but respectable numbers and I'm keeping it in play according to track man. And then John who's fitting me, he's like, let's try the triple diamond. I said, John, the only time I've tried the triple diamond is one of my assistants, Brooks. He's got the triple diamond with extra stiff. I said, I can't square it up. The thing's 30 yards right all the time. He goes, well, let's try it with your shaft. Three swings. They all flare right. Not as severe, but I couldn't, I couldn't square it up. So then he puts me in the normal head, which is just a smoke paradigm uh, max for this year. And we move the weight in the heel. So we make it draw bias. But the main thing was my max, D head draw bias head was too spinny and RPMs were spiking close to 3000. Long story short, we put in the regular head model, put the weight in draw bias, but it's less spinny. And quickly I pick up about 12 yards. And as I'm losing distance, that's where I need it. The only difference is I know if I don't get around on it, it could still leak right because it's not fully draw bias as the max D but I also didn't want to sacrifice 12 yards. So some practice would help, but yeah, the fitting process, whether it's out at someone's headquarters or with a, your local PGA pro like uh, myself or our guest tonight, it, it's a must. Don't, don't try to buy it off the rack or off the website, Andy. <laughs> I know, I know better. <laughs> and you, I know, I know better. I'm going somewhere uh, with a PGA tour superstore next week. I'm going to Myrtle beach, South Carolina to play a little golf. Oh, very nice. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, we have a big guest tonight, and he is the head PGA professional at Sunset Hills Country Club. Or he's actually he's the director of golf, is what they call him out there. His name is John DePriest. Kurt, tell us about John DePriest and why he's joining us tonight. Uh, so, John, um, if you don't know John, John is uh, 
the typical, you know, uh, longtime PGA professional has done uh, great things throughout his career. And one of those big things is he's dedicated a lot of his time and energy um, to giving back, uh, particularly to military. He's been involved before with uh, things like Folds of Honor, um, John Daly's organization, I believe he's been a part of a uh, part of the lion. Um, and John's been recognized in our gateway section before um, as a professional year Patriot award winner. But more importantly, we found out in uh, early December, um, John found out uh, a little bit before the rest of us, but uh, John has been recognized by the PGA of America, not just the gateway section, but the entire country. He's the uh, 2024 national award winner, um, Patriot award winner um, for the PGA. And, um, He's the first individual award winner um, from the Gateway section. And so what a huge honor, but such a humble guy. And, um, you know, I get to bump into John maybe three, four, five times a year, section meetings, uh, liquidation sale. Um, but I feel like he's a friend I've known for like 30 years. Um, John's great. Um, he's somebody I can shoot an email to, bounce stuff off. Um, but he's, he's a true friend. Um, and it's, it's sad to say that I only get to spend a few hours here and there with him each year. Um, but uh, he's one heck of a guy, one heck of a PGA professional, and uh, couldn't be more excited for him. And I know our gateway section is, so I think he was a good fit, is a good fit for tonight, uh, for tonight's episode. Director of Golf at Sunset Hills Country Club, John DePriest, coming up next right here on the CNC Golf Factory on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome back, segment two. It's guest time here on the CNC Golf Factory. Uh, just talked about it. He is the director of golf at Sunset Hills Country Club, and he is John DePriest. John, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Andy. Thank you very much. John, thanks for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. John, what's been going on at the club this winter? You guys are ready to kick in to, for the uh, spring season. It's just right around the corner. Uh, we're getting there. We've uh, had some dredging done in, in our, our main lake. Uh, I've actually talked to Kurt a couple times about it. They've, the lake is now a lot wider than it was before. We've uh, filled in one of the smaller ponds, and uh, it's been quite the project. So I, I appreciate Kurt's help on that. I was actually at the club a few weeks ago for a, for an event, and I drove. And I, as I was setting up some stuff, I drove down after I was done and saw the lake. I haven't seen it look that clear. I mean, I used to fish down there when I was a kid. I mean, and you haven't been able to do that for years, and uh, so it, it looked really, really good. So I'm glad that you guys are having great success with that project. So, yeah, thank you. It's going to be beautiful once it's done. Hey, John, uh, Kurt here, the other Kurt, um, one of the two Kurts. Hey, uh, first and foremost, um, we all just want to congratulate you on being uh, recognized by the PGA as the 2024 National Award winner, uh, Patriot Award winner. Um, you know, you're you're that true professional um, in our area. I was telling the guys right before you came on, um, I consider you a true friend, even though we only get to see each other four or five times a year, and usually it's pretty short unless it's Friday, Saturday at the uh, liquidation sale. Um, I feel like we both kind of sometimes have the same look on our face. Like we love what we do, but we kind of look a little tired and defeated sometimes. Um, but, um, you know, besides the congratulations and all you do, I, I would love for the listeners kind of get the, the backstory, the story of John DePriest, not just Sunset Hills Country Club, PJ professional, but how you got involved in, in giving back so much and, and, you know, your roots with the game. So love to kind of hear your, your story, John. Oh, I appreciate that. Well, I think you and I are kind of kindred spirits in a lot of ways. We, uh, we, uh, live and live and breathe the game and, and, uh, 
trying to constantly help others uh, do the same. But, um, you know, I came from a, a family where uh, my uncle, my dad played a lot of golf. I tagged along as a kid. You know, it was um, it was fun to, you know, kind of learn and, and get involved. And early on, I, I think I kind of had a knack for not just playing, but also teaching. And uh, I was always the one that somebody needed a little advice to come and ask me even in high school. And and uh, I kind of relished that role. I liked that. So that's that's kind of what got me started. Um, I was fortunate enough to go to work as an assistant at the Memphis Country Club for uh, Mr. Pat Abbott, who was the head professional there for 37 years. Uh, and his replacement, Tim Rush, was there for 40 years. So it was um, quite, the, quite the place. I, I got to have lunch a couple days a week with Dr. Middlecoff and learned a lot about teaching, a lot about the golf game just from – uh, 45 minutes sitting at a table with him. So that's kind of what got me started, uh, got me uh, in, in motivated into, you know, why why golf was a passion for me. And, and uh, I, like you, enjoy helping people, uh, you know, providing that, that service. Uh, it, go home at night and you know you've helped somebody be better at golf or better with uh, their outlook on, on life, then it's been a good day. Yeah, that's that's great. It's 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 always fun to hear people's stories and journeys how how we get into the game. Obviously, most of us got into the game at such a young age, and then we we turn into careers, um, and uh, takes us away from playing a little bit. Um, do you still find time to sneak out over at Sunset Hills, get some playing in with the members when you can? I try to. I just had some uh, some thumb surgery here uh, a couple weeks ago, so I'm kind of waiting for that to heal up enough to to pick a club up. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. It's uh, something I put off for a while and had to be done. And it's uh, hopefully going to uh, get me back where I can. I love the practice. So get me back out on the practice tee at, at the very least. Okay. Uh, before I pass it over to uh, Mr. Rowe, uh last thing real quick. Um, we want to dive in more about how you got involved giving back and more importantly, uh, you know, with veterans and whatnot, at what point in your career did that uh, all come about? Well, it started fairly early on. I, I worked in, uh, in in Mississippi, just south of, uh, of Germantown, Tennessee, and the owner of the golf course, uh, kind of my mentor in this business, Bill Munguia, was a retired Air Force captain, and uh, he he uh, was a good man, does, does, still does a lot of great things for the golf industry. But um, we had an event for Chris Berman's, the POW MIA uh, event. Chris Berman's brother was, was a POW, and uh, that kind of – that kind of ignited things for me a little bit. And uh, quite honestly, uh, I hadn't thought much about it until uh, 2013. Brian Maine from uh, Whitmore invited me to come to Jefferson Barracks and help with one of the uh, the new the PGA Hope clinics they were getting started. And at the time, we were at the gym at Jefferson Barracks, had about six guys there. Uh, and it, it was, uh, you know, it was the highlight of my week, I'll be honest, because those guys were always so happy to see you. Uh, very appreciative of what you did to help them. And it, uh, you know, it just made uh, from the stress of the week or the stress of the job to go down and spend two hours with, with uh, these veterans was uh, was just a, a very therapeutic thing for me as well. And it, it just kind of branched from there. I, I wanted to be involved, but I didn't know how. And that kind of got me started. Um, I'm very fortunate at, at uh, Sunset Hills that we have a lot of members that that are willing to help when I ask them. And uh, we just started our fundraising uh, 
process right after that, not much longer beyond that. So it was, um, it, it's been kind of an ongoing uh, process, but it's, uh, it's been very rewarding uh, along the way. For sure. Before we throw it over to Kurt Rowe, um, if, if any of our listeners want to want to donate or, or help out, where can they go to do that? Uh, we have a link right now that, that uh, Tyler Bilkey with the uh, Gateway PGA has set up. You could actually just go to PGA Hope Gateway uh, and, and, tell, and tell them that we've uh, set up a, a marathon. We're doing a 100 Holes for Heroes marathon on July 6th, and we actually have our, our – donation side is set up and, and ready to go. So if they want to donate to that, they can, um, if they want to contact me, I will send them the QR code uh, that will put them right, right in there. But uh, uh, yeah, this is my 21st year of playing a hundred holes in one day. And uh, we're, <laughs> uh, I have friends that are, they're still uh, bet. They bet me that uh, they'll give a donation for the hundred holes and then uh, they'll, they'll double it if I show up for work the next day. So, uh, it's, uh, it's been a, it's been a fun process, but, um, the last several years, I'd say the last 10 years of doing this, we've raised about $150,000. So, uh, it's, it's worth it. You know, when you realize what these veterans went through to protect our, our freedom and protect our country and to, uh, spend 11 hours on a golf course, uh, in, in their honor is, is really a pretty easy thing. I know that you've also rounded up a lot of the other local pros, some, some of your assistants. I know Mike Surrey has done it before with you as well, or in, in conjunction with you, because uh, he's also a, a big uh, a big proponent for helping out the veterans as well. I didn't realize, I, I knew it had been a long time, but I was shocked to hear that it's been 21 years that you've been doing it. Yeah, I actually um, started uh, as an assistant. It's actually been longer than that. When I was at the Memphis Country Club, I, I did a fundraiser for the Tennessee PGA for a junior golf program we were instituting and I played 180 holes in one day, but I was also 21 years old. So it was a little, uh, a little different. Uh, I had, uh, I had, uh, my juniors, uh, from the local high schools there teeing the ball up for me, uh, fixing divots, uh, having the, the ball teed up for me on the next hole and just went round and round. And, uh, my favorite story of that was, uh, um, Wilson, who was the original founder of holiday Inn's was playing golf at the club that day with some guests. And I played through him four times. And uh, on the fifth time as I went through him, he, he opened his wallet and gave me a pretty big chunk of money for 1981 and uh, uh, said, uh, uh, I'm going to give you this with one condition. I said, yes, sir, or anything. He said, don't play through me again. It's getting embarrassing. And uh, <laughs> so it was, uh, but it, it's, you know, that type of thing that's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have the resources to give a lot of things, but I have time and, and my efforts and, and, and talents that I give. And, and uh, it's made it worthwhile over the years to do these types of things. John, well, congratulations um, again on that award. I know I sent you a note a couple of weeks ago, just to, uh, which I thought it was a little tardy, but I wanted to make sure you you knew that that was uh you know, that's, that's pretty special. And uh, you know, as I said in my note, you know, Regardless of when you do that, that just says a lot about golf in St. Louis to, you know, have somebody and be the first person, you know, to win a national award, you know, through the section. So, you know, congratulations on that. Um, 
dive just a little bit deeper. You, know, you mentioned Memphis Country Club, 21 years. Well, the 21 years of doing this, I'm going to guess that you. How many times did you hedge on the bet of doubling that bet? You know, for those guys that you showed up to work the next day, I'm going to guess it's probably 21, 21 times. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a pretty <laughs> easy one. I, I would definitely, uh, you know, I, I grew up on a farm. Uh, I have a pretty strong work work ethic, and uh, I'm a morning person, so. Uh, it was, that was a pretty easy one. Um, but, uh, you know, it's always nice to have that type of incentive anyway. So, uh, as I've gotten older, it's gotten harder, I'll be honest, <laughs> but, uh, but I still uh, managed to crawl out of bed and, and get there. Well, I figured that was the answer because I've I've been over at the club, you know, when uh, we're either hosting a you know metropolitan event or something, and you know you're out there with the, with the guys, you know, washing carts and you know getting carts ready. So I, that I knew that was the answer. Tell us, I want to learn a little bit more about you know your history at Sunset Hills. How long you've been at Sunset Hills, and you know, just give us a you know. I know there's a there's a really strong history there. I know Andy's you know been a lot. It was a, his dad's a member, and you know he has a lot of history there. But you know, to be at a club for a, you know a long time, it says a lot about says a lot about you and says a lot about, you know, the club at, um, you know, Sunset Hills. So. Yeah. Well, I, I actually started there in 1999. I was at uh, Olin for a few years and I went to, to Fox and country club in Knoxville for about three years. And, and uh, there was a, my wife's family is all from this area. So given the opportunity to come back, uh, I decided, you know, we'd come and see what happens and, you know, going on 25 years later, I'm still here. So. Uh, we're, we're doing, uh, really enjoying what's going on. The, the members have been so receptive, um, very laid back group for the most part. And, and, uh, got a lot of good players, a lot of big families. Our junior program has always been, been very good over the years. And it's just been nice, you know, to, to, to get comfortable and, and, uh, feel appreciated for what you do. Hey, John, that's, uh, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that much time at a club, especially, you know, many guys bounce around a lot and, you know, obviously that becomes your second home. And and I would assume that you probably owe a lot to your family um, for all the time you sacrifice, um, you know, with different organizations, the veterans, you know, I'm sure that the family life and I think I saw on Facebook that looked like you had some family down in Orlando um, this uh past month that I think you probably got to enjoy and uh, um, celebrate that award again. Yeah. My, my wife, Tracy, uh, daughter Bailey and her new husband, she just got married in October. Uh, we're all there, which made it even more special. Um, it, it was, uh, you know, quite a, quite a feeling to get to walk up on that stage with those talented people like Tony Pancake and, and uh, the other PGA professionals that were there, you know, you, you read those names and, and, you know, you're, you're kind of in awe of what they do and, and what they've done and to have your name read aloud uh, along with them is, uh, is something that's pretty special. Very, very humbling. Well, I know that you, uh, you made the uh, great way section uh, very proud and you always do. Um, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm proud to call you a friend, even though we, uh, we don't get to see each other that much. Um, it, but our connection is through the game of golf and the gateway section. Um, you know, and uh, it's just, it's fun, you know, having somebody like Andy who grew up at Sunset Hills, um, having you on. So again, on behalf of all of us, um, thank you for all you do. And I'll, I'll let the boys uh, follow up if they got anything. Yeah, I was, I was a graduate of the, uh, of the junior golf program. John, I go way back to when we played it on Friday mornings. That's how far I go. Actually, I, mean, I want to share. That's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh 
it was always good. We, I, I, that's, uh, I think it keeps me young being out with the kids. I, I still coach the junior league team and, and, uh, you know, I set up all the, all the camps and the, the, the summer camps and, and it's just, it's just fun for me to get out there. And, and, uh, some of the stories, uh, that you hear from these little guys, it's, it, uh, it, it makes you laugh. And, you know, if you want to know an honest assessment of yourself, just ask a five-year-old, they'll, they'll tell you very quickly, uh, what they think. And, uh, it, 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 it uh, it keeps you grounded. Well, you know, we always thought that we had one of the best junior golf programs going, um, with your, with your predecessors, you're like Vic Webb and Brad Peck, who really did great jobs with, with what they had, but what you've done with it, with the camps and everything with the kids is, is really, really helping to grow the game. And, and as, as it shows, there's a ton of young, good golfers in Edwardsville, mostly. And I would say a lot. Thanks. Thanks to some of the programs that you have going on out there at the club. Well, I appreciate that, Andy. Yeah, we, we've been very fortunate with, uh, you know, Nicole Johnson is the latest one that won Illinois, uh, State High School Championship last fall. She's at Middle Tennessee State. Um, you know, there's there's just been uh, Chris Brandt and several others. You know that that have Mr. really really uh, you know played well and and uh, been a great representative of our area. And and uh, I'm just happy that I'm a small part of that. What's your favorite thing on the menu at Sunset Hills Country Club? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, um, Gosh, that's probably I would say probably the French dip if I had to if I had to go there. That's kind of my uh, that's my uh, fallback all the time. So Alvin, these guys probably don't know Alvin. Alvin's been the sous chef out there since I think before I was born. Um, and he's he's amazing. And his cheeseburgers are just are just ridiculous. Yeah, cheeseburgers and fried chicken. Alvin's actually been there 46 years, if you if you can imagine. That's, that's, uh, yeah. that's how old I am. Started there in uh, high school, and he's still there. And he looks the same, too. It's amazing. That's true. That is so true. Uh, Rapid-fire questions. Here we go. Uh, what is what is your best round at Sunset Hills? Uh, best round is 66. Wow. I had uh, got a little stretch of uh, of holes going that uh, was, was pretty good. Favorite national golf course? What's that? Your favorite national golf course. Probably Bay Hill. I've had an opportunity to play Bay Hill a few times, and uh, that's that's probably my favorite. Other than Sunset Hills, what's your favorite local golf course? Local? Um, I would think, uh, gosh, probably Anbrier. That's close to us. That's a good track. Uh, it's hard to go wrong with Gateway. I mean, we got we were very fortunate to have the quality of, of golf facilities we have in our area that are all pretty close to to the downtown area. What's your go-to club in the bag when you're in trouble? Oh, pick one. Um, there, I'm always in trouble. Um, probably, uh, <laughs> I've got a little hybrid club that I like. I can kind of maneuver it around, around or under trees when necessary. So that would probably be my favorite. I like my four hybrid too. It's 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 handy. It's a handy stick. Favorite pregame snack? Um, peanut butter crackers. Gotta gotta have those in the bag your uh favorite post-round meal oh gosh well i think you're you're back to um french dip <laughs> french dip well no i think more uh more along the lines of that cheeseburger you were you were just talking <laughs> describing uh what's your favorite local restaurant we're going to push this out big time in edwardsville so uh your favorite <laughs> your favorite local restaurant you can't you can't put me on the spot like that my, my wife's i'll tell you hers is sauce on the side it just opened I know. Uh, in edwardsville it's a great uh, and we we go to uh, we go to Edley's quite a bit too. 
Yep, at least it's fantastic as well. All right, and your favorite post-round drink? Well, considering I don't drink, it's probably iced tea. That's uh, I mean, iced tea. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, it can be Diet Coke, iced tea, or it could be cocktail. It could be whatever you want. Yeah, iced tea it is. There it is. There you go. That is – he is the uh, the 2024 PGA National Patriot Award winner. I think – did I say that right? Is that the correct title? Correct, yes. And he's also the director of golf at Sunset Hills Country Club. You can uh, reach him if he said reach out to him earlier if you wanted to uh, get involved with uh, it's is it uh, it's a folds of honor. I'm sorry, I I, I know it, that you. Uh, uh, it's actually uh, it's called a hundred holes for heroes. It's for PGA Hope. We uh, I'm on the board of PGA uh, Reach, which is our local uh, uh, foundation. Uh, the, the the pillars of that are the military. Uh, youth programs and, and also inclusion and diversity. Those are the three that that are supported. Uh, Ozzie Smith is the is the uh, chairman of, of the of the the whole of the foundation, and uh, we do a, do a lot of great things. But PJ Hope is what funds the uh, the beginners golf programs that we do for the veterans. Uh, there's so many of these guys and and women that I've gotten to know over the years that that basically told me that that golf and pj hope saved their lives especially the the ptsd um uh vets um uh, matt Sorensen, who lives in springfield is a good friend uh he didn't come out of his basement for 30 days until lance flurry and some of the guys up in, in springfield coaxed him out and uh he's turned into a golfaholic so it's uh you know but he his wife will tell you that it wasn't for golf he would still be in that basement he's just afraid to engage with society and Golf gave him the avenue to do it. It's incredible. Incredible. One more quick question before, before we wrap up. Um, are you familiar? Uh, Mike Wellington is a uh, local uh, caddy. He caddies for a guy on the uh, senior PGA Tour. And I think he's doing something down at Arlington with Marcuso where they're trying to do a big thing with veterans. And they it started out like as a small Tuesday club. And now they're trying to like build. They were trying to do some fundraising for, a, for an indoor facility to keep these guys going all year long. Are you involved with that at all? I know Mike. Uh, I, I go down there when time permits on 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 Thursdays typically and help with the instruction because most of the most of the veterans that play in their in their veterans golf league started it in the PJ Hope clinics and and uh, they had to pass those in order to be eligible to uh, to go to Arlington. But you know they they've done some great things already. Uh, it, it started out from just a handful of guys to I think they've got 150 that that play uh, down there now. So. Uh, Mark and, and Sam Gillen have given back so much of uh, their time and energy and and uh, and the facility just so these guys can and can have a place to go to play. Is the facility open now? Have they have they got that up and running? That I'm not sure. I haven't talked to Mark in a little while, so um, you know, with the weather and then things, I just kind of haven't reached out to him. But I will. It hopefully is uh, in the works because that would be something great for them. It's a neat thing, uh, and then Wellington has his birdies for Bipolar Foundation too, and that's another another great thing that that's you know there's yeah, so yeah. Much, there's so much involved that kind of involvement in the uh, right absolutely no I'm thank good. you for your John, time thank John. you yeah thanks for coming on with us it's Appreciate my pleasure it. thank you very much for having me not a problem he is John Depreece, director of golf at Sunset Hills Country Club and that website one more time is pgahope.com slash gateway correct yes or just you know they can contact me at Sunset Hills uh, I'll be happy to to forward the uh the qr codes and the and the website information to them uh our goal this year is to raise twenty five thousand dollars so i think we're gonna we're got a pretty good start on it now but uh every 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 amount helps john thanks so much for joining us appreciate it 
Thank you. Thank you again. Sean DePriest, everybody. We'll be back for segment three right after this on the CNC Golf Factory on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Back here, final segment, CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. Andy Curtin, Kurt, thanks so much to John DePriest, the 2024 winner of the PGA National Patriot Award and all-around great guy, director of golf, Sunset Hills Country Club. If you uh, want to reach out to him, you can at jdepriest at sunsethillscountryclub.com to be more involved or to get involved with the, uh, with the with the stuff that he's doing and the 100 holes of golf he has going on July 6th. We teased it in segment one, but uh, Kurt Goss, you said one of your members invited you out to a famous golf course in Southern California? Um, sort of. Uh, so actually... Did um, you invite yourself, one, Kurt Goss? I just, yeah, I do quite a bit. Um, Augusta hasn't <laughs> responded yet. Right. Um, 113 emails in. No, um, so I have a former assistant from St. Albans, Stephanie Liu. Um, Stephanie left us about uh, 13 months ago, uh, beginning of 2023. Stephanie is an assistant pro at Los Angeles Country Club. Oh, host of the 2023 men's U S open. Yeah. And, um, our GM, Andy Crow at St. Albans and I were heading out to Callaway headquarters for a little tour in the morning and full bag fittings at the Ely Callaway performance center on, uh, uh, Monday of last week. Um, the day before was Sunday, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. And, uh, I politely hounded, uh, Stephanie a handful of times and said, Andy and I are coming to, Southern California, you know, love to see you. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, um, so uh, it was great that uh, Stephanie and her uh, team was, uh, had us out at the Los Angeles Country Club, uh, played uh, with Stephanie and uh, their lead assistant. Um, so we had a nice foursome, uh, you know, um, ironically, it was uh, Andy and I, uh, after uh, four years of him being my GM, it was our first time we played oh, wow. uh, golf together. Um, but um no, it, it was a, it was a quite the honor. Um, that is one of those properties that, uh, um, typically is not going to give the nod to, uh, allow a, a PJ pro out, Right. but obviously the connection, um, but it was great more importantly to, uh, get to spend five hours with, uh, a good friend, um, and, uh, and really see a historic piece of land. Um, you know, there are 36 hole facility. They were buzzing probably a lot of golf early that day. Cause I, by the time we finished, uh, Super Bowl had already started, um, given we were a couple hours behind anyways, uh, time zones. But um, what a track, awesome golf course. Um, just, you know, as you guys know, I'm very nerdy with the de- with designs and whatnot. Yeah. And it was redone about 10 years ago or so from Gil Hans and uh, um, kind of restored it to what George Thomas had uh, originally created in, I think, like 18... 18- 97, 1887, something like that. So 130 year old property. Um, but it was great. Uh, I picked up a little bit of swag. I, I got that employee discount. Uh, thanks, oh. Stephanie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, if I knew how good of a discount it would be, I might have splurged a little bit more, but I, I controlled myself. Or he might have um, called us and said, hey, you guys need anything from LACC? But no, no, no. That's yeah. Right. yeah no, that's all right. Yeah. Need a hat, need a, hat, need a towel, need anything. <laughs> <laughs> my bad guys um, <laughs> uh, i'll remember the next time i go um yeah, for sure but, but no it, it was a great time and then uh followed it up the next day with uh seeing callaway headquarters and doing a, a full bag fitting so i had that's a great incredible. time that's super super cool i'm glad you got to yeah. do that and you get to do you get to do some pretty neat things and uh i know you're very humble about it and and, and just, you're just shows your humility and just how good of a guy you are. And I'm glad you get to do things like that. 
Well, I appreciate it, and I made sure I did not hashtag LACC in any post. I did everything <laughs> she told me to. Um, I didn't do anything, you know, so, um, but no, uh, what, what a treat. And, uh, you know, um, we're fortunate in this business, uh, the long days, but uh, we all hopefully take advantage. And I, uh, I highly recommend that any other fellow club professionals take advantage of the occasional opportunities. Why not, you know? Without question. Without Correct question. me if wrong. Uh, correct me if I'm not wrong. If I'm wrong, but you you've, you got to wear the long pants, right? At LACC. Correct. Yeah. Correct. No the sports. the the text message was you have to wear long pants. Um, do not take any photos of the clubhouse in the clubhouse of the golf shop. Don't hashtag anything LACC. Wow. And again, I and I respect that. Um, yeah, you absolutely. know. I'm an I'm an unaccompanied guest that's usually not paying when I go on these properties. Yep, right. Whether it whether it's Sunset Hills in Edwardsville, whether it's Boone Valley, whether it's Los Angeles Country Club or Augusta National, wherever I step, and whether it's public or private resort, um, I respect that and I remember that I'm uh, I'm carrying the PGA, I'm carrying my name, I'm carrying St Albans. So yep. I do not uh, I tiptoe on eggshells. My hat's off. I'm just you know um, I just go about my business and try to. <laughs> be unseen uh as opposed to when i'm at st albans everybody sees me because you know i'm like joe schwint i like to be the life of the party at the club but when i'm at other people's properties i'll just be like a little field mouse hiding in the corner reap reap the benefits of of flying under the radar yep that's what i like to do (laughs) when i'm at those type of properties i thought i was right about the about the pants thing at uh, lacc but i i just wasn't sure no you you were absolutely right um they're uh they're pretty strict on their rules there, but again, you're talking about a 135 year old property, and again, it's not like it's you know the Midwest. It's not like summers are 97 with high humidity, so you can right. deal with it. But yep, it, it was a great walk. Uh, we had a great caddio, Mario, who's been there like 37 years from uh, from Mexico, and uh, he had some fun stories to tell too, especially from the Walker Cup, uh, which was like seven eight years ago. Oh yeah, how cool! Yep. Is that? I yep, have right. a I have a uh, my a very big bucket list item that'll probably never happen, but it's to get into the pro shop at Augusta national golf club and get some Augusta national, mer- not master's merchandise, but Augusta national merchandise. Right. And you want the, you want the members shop. I want the members <laughs> yeah. pro shop. That's right. And supposedly if you were a member of the media, they used to let you in there on Monday after the tournament. I, or thought, maybe, I, thought, or maybe, I thought I heard that before too. Yeah. Or maybe Something if you like were playing, I know that if you're playing on Monday, I believe they let you in there as a member of the media. So there's something there is something to that. I, I yeah. do recall hearing that. Yeah. But what's fun is that you go on eBay and there's people selling Augusta National Golf Club merchandise. It's oh, very, I'm sure. It's like 400. They people try to get 300, 400 bucks for a hat. Right. Because it's just so rare. But it's mm-hmm. cool stuff. It's it's neat, neat stuff. So, guys, I think we're, we're going to wrap it up with that. Yeah, I I don't have I don't have much. I haven't I haven't talked much. Uh, you know, just yeah. good good to be back. Season two, episode one, season two. I guess is or yeah. one, what, what's the official tagline here? But uh, we're on season seven by now, according to how <laughs> TV shows run. Feels like it. Right. Feels like it. Been <laughs> yeah. a while, but uh, there's like fifty seasons of diners, drivings, and dives. Like how's that? I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Within a thirteen year period, right? Right. Some. Yeah. So no, it's good to see you guys. Looking forward to uh, the year ahead. We're gonna need to do some planning and uh, and talk about how we're gonna how, what we're gonna do with the show this year and what we're gonna do to grow and what we're gonna do to uh, to be better and pre create great content for our listeners. So 
Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of CNC Golf Factory. My name is Andy Hanselman. That's Kurt Rowe. That's Kurt Goss. You've been listening to CNC Golf Factory on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Content on the St. Louis Podcast Network is 100% human created.